This episode of Chop is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get a logo or whatever drawn for pretty darn cheap, something for your podcast, something for your webcomic. Check it out. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you at DrawYourPicture.com. Also brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. I'm Christopher. I'm Greg. I'm Chris. I'm Jamie. We're from Chicken Pot Pot, and you're listening to Chop. Chop! And then when you're done with listening to Chop, you can listen to Chicken Pot Pot. Hey there, Head Chopper. This is Chop, an Axe Cop podcast. And we want you to join our team. This show only stabs you if you're bad. Hey, how you doing out there, head choppers? Welcome to Chop Episode 23, brought to you the week of February 8th, 2011. I'm James Kennison, and I'm your host. With me, as always, is John Steinklopper. How you doing, John? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? You know what I wish I could do right now? What? An impression of Elmo's dad. Oh my gosh, I hate that guy. I've never heard it yet, but I uh, hear that he's annoying. Real? Thanks for ripping off my Twitter. Yeah, I was on Twitter and 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 the stinking my son's potty training. Like you care, everybody on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> Elmo's dad's a character on there, and he's like, "Hey, Elmo, how you doing?" I mean, that's exactly the way he sounds like, and it's horrible. <laughs> he's like, "You can potty all you want to." So that's that's pretty much a great impression of it, and it grates on mm. my soul. Uh, John Steinklauber's here, as we said, but also in the background is uh, a little somebody, the co-creator and artist of Axe Cop, Ethan Nicole. Welcome back to the show, Ethan. I didn't know that. I, for some reason, I thought Elmo, I didn't think he was a little kid. I don't know why. That yeah, I know, makes right? sense. But I thought maybe he was just oh, a really man. mature, grown man monster. No, he is, he is a child. He's a preschool <laughs> child. Apparently in need of potty training, according to my son. Elmo can't poopy. God, and that's exactly the way it is. Right there. You just Wait, was that a soundbite or is that John? That was John. <laughs> what? Elmo thinks everything is okay. Gosh. I hate Elmo. This will be John's last podcast with us, so uh, I want you guys to enjoy that while it lasts. Um, I might mention... That we are podcasting this week from uh, Axe Cop's hideout um, that has many rooms in it. And uh, we had a hard time finding a place to podcast here because most of the rooms are full of workers. And not all mm. of them are the same size for some reason. Yeah. That's so weird. Well, some are, they're running the soundboard, though. It's good. Yeah, if they could reach it. I have to get stools. I have to make special stools for them as they shrink. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, I may mention this is the first podcast that the three of us have sat down to do since we got back from the meetup slash uh, Axiversary uh, celebration out there in Hollywood, California. So uh, it was mm-hmm. awesome meeting Ethan. Um, yeah. Good time. Ethan is exactly how I would hoped he would be. Same with you guys. I, no surprises. Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he would be really, really tall. And I was hoping he wouldn't <laughs> be because there's nothing worse than a really, really tall, slightly overweight dude. 
You know what I'm talking about? Like they're stretched out like an eggplant. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? And um, what? I don't know. I'm an just saying. The body shape of an eggplant. Yeah. So you're you were exactly proportioned correctly. I don't know why that was important. Whoa. But I'm glad I didn't say that while I was there because <laughs> you, may, you may not have been able to say that I was normal. But anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. People's people don't match their voice a lot of times. But uh, you know, Ethan, Ethan's I, cool I know I don't. I don't look anything like my voice. We got to, to let you down softly. We we got to stay with John's brother, and that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was an experience. <laughs> and welcome to California. We got to meet yep. uh, uh, Malachi, which was awesome. Yeah, and um, I got Love to I got to kind of babysit or met mm-hmm. d- during the uh, panel. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I- a lot of people were like, you yeah, know, during that panel, you know, you weren't even reacting to Malachi. You weren't even, you know, he'd be sitting there going crazy and you weren't even doing anything. I'm like, yeah, I was just letting John handle or James handle him. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. I was there. I, He's a professional. I saw it as my <laughs> yeah. job to allow you to do, you know, what you needed to do. Because, yeah, yeah, otherwise, whoo. Yeah, that, do what you got. That creativity comes Everybody's- at a price. And that is that the price of having 12 six-year-olds crammed into the body of one six-year-old. <laughs> So it's awesome. Yeah, it was funny because when we were there, uh, there was somebody that wanted to interview Ethan. And um, the comic book shop guys said, uh, well, ask these guys talking about me and James. He said he called us your handler. And uh, <laughs> maybe if that does become true, then then James can be the full-time handler for uh, Malachi. And I'll, I'll take care of you, Ethan. So Only if I can wear a uh, a Mary Poppins outfit. I want to be the nanny. <laughs> oh, See, I imagine you like having a whip and a chair. All I need is a all I need is a plastic axe, and I'll just say, "Dude, you know where I'm going to hit you with this." Because um, that was the highlight of the entire trip for me was uh, when I turn around and Malachi. I, I was asking questions of the audience. I turn around because Malachi, as soon as I left to go get the microphone out to the crowd, he seized his opportunity to get up and start boogieing around on that little stage. Did you notice he was content to stay seated until I left and I turn around and, and he is chopping himself in his little area. Um, yeah, I think he had to potty (laughs) and you know, when you're five and six, you don't have, you don't see yourself through other people's eyes, you know, I mean, if I'd been up there, I'd have been dropping trowel and taking care of business right there. You know, I'd be like, you know, everybody say hello well, to little axe cop, but um, <laughs> stunting my growth yeah. here. Uh, anyway, it was good stuff. It was a great time, and uh, we we need to make it an annual event here in Florida. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter where. It's just as long as it's here in Florida or there in Florida. Yeah, you can have it anywhere you want as long as it's Florida. All right, let's do this. Secret attack. All right, our favorite Axe Cop moments from the past week. What took you by surprise? What blew your mind? I could sum it up in two words from Guest Comic 26. Utter cup. (laughs) I've never said, oh, my God, out loud reading a comic before. But once I got the joke in there, I was like, holy crizzle. 
No, he didn't. Yeah, I was kind of mad. See, he, he sent me that a while back, and I was like, man, I really want to use that because that's something Malachi used, and I twi- I twittered about it. Uh, you, remember, do you remember when I twittered about it? Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I was tweeted about it like for a full day because it was so funny. Okay. Malachi was explaining awesome punches to me, and Malachi actually called. He said an utter cup <laughs> is like a really powerful punch. It's an utter cup. You like put your fist under their chin and goes up in the air. Utter and cup. I was like, yeah. And I got, just couldn't stop laughing. Well, see. And I wanted to have that be a move that Axe Cop does, and I just haven't got around to using it. I, I think had a you. Chance. I think you would be better served using it. Yeah, in that context, yeah. because yeah. him punching a girl. I could only take it one direction that he had punched he her a girl in that picture. Yes, he was. He punched her in the mammillaries. What? I don't even notice that. That's what I took <laughs> it as. It. No, I didn't draw. It. He didn't draw it. The other guy, drew, oh, the guest, guest comic guy. Yeah. Did you say 25 or 26? Because he, 26. He's a ninja. Okay. He, you My know, bad. and he's sneaking around, he's spying on girls and then he punches one and it is a lady and he says, utter cup. And I'm like, he just punched her in the girlies. And that's the worst that punch girl. of all time. <laughs> that, so, yeah, I never thought about that. Let's just that say it's a, a good thing that Axe Cop is a cop. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, no one would be yeah. safe. Anyway, so that's why it blew my mind. Utter cup. Utter cup. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I didn't, you know, it was it was shock. It wasn't humor. It was like, oh, no way. <laughs> so, yeah, please redeem that joke for me, Malachi and Ethan. <laughs> yeah. That sweet innocence that I so desire. <laughs> to where it could mean something, but it can't because a six-year-old said it. That's what mm. I want. <laughs> All right, John, what blew your mind uh, other than finding out that I was right about Utter Cup meaning what I thought it meant because that was really a girl? <laughs> I, You know what? I really like, and I know this is going back a little bit, but mine mine was um, Ask Axe Cop uh, guest episode um, 25. Okay. Where we find the origin, and it's a very long one, which I, I like. It just was brilliant. But it, we find the origin of the perfect axe. Um, <laughs> it's it was by was it by the gentle uh, gentleman caveman dot com Nick Hauser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really a good story. I really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, I like the prehistory to the uh, the perfect axe and how it how it came to be and how it wound up in Axe Cop's hands. I think that's brilliant. Can you recap so, yeah, it for us? Amazing. Sure. Um, Starts off back in prehistory, okay, and uh, you know, like the first man. So I don't think ever. I've read this. Oh wow! Yeah, I missed that one somehow. Well, um, it, it starts off at um, the 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 day after the Earth happened, <laughs> and uh, the first man ever was hatched from a a, a dinosaur egg. Okay, and um, he, he was cooked a little too long, so the 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 dinosaur dumped him out the window and so he had a lot of stuff to do um and one of the things on his things to invent number 11 by the way is the perfect axe Ah. and um so he 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 got it from these 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 dinosaurs that were like axe dinosaurs and um let's see he uh they they oh yeah what were they called here they're called he had to get the horn from the last axosaurus oh wow okay who also had axes for his teeth and arms and tail, and they would cut each other's 
heads off every time they tried to kiss. Yeah, so. I have totally not seen this one. Wow. Dude, <laughs> it is great. It's long. I gotta yeah, say, it's the longest guest comic. Okay. It's like six pages, I think. Dang, I'll, I'll have it, to look it up. We'll link it in the show notes in case anybody else missed it. But, uh, but the origin the of right, the axe. Yeah, it's the one right before was, the one you mentioned. Okay. Yes. But I just thought it was just brilliant. It, it almost looks like he had a, a microphone in, in Malachi's room or something because it, it's so <laughs> so in line with the Axe Cop stuff anyway. So I, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Well, good deal. And the Arts Flynn. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, cartoon naked man butt in it. Ooh. But, sure. Uh, oh, because he's yeah. the first man. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just really good. That, well that's done. only allowed two times. And one if you're Adam, the other one if you're a Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> I'm determined. So, Ethan, Poor what, baby. what, uh, what, uh, what was your moment this week? Well, uh, man, I'm a little insulted that the, you guys picked both guest comic moments. Gosh, oh, <laughs> ouch! I didn't even think about that. Burn! Um, After I was crap. <laughs> but I'm gonna pick the obvious one, and that is Axe Cop took a stance against females this week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that one was gonna come. So we had to let you mention that. Uh, it's like it's uh, yeah, it's like the He Man Woman Haters Club from. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and I've been loving that, that came out of that came out of my attempt to get Malachi to make a girl character or something. Like I was like, how about uh, you know there could just be at least one girl. Like could you, you know there could be one good girl fighter. Right? He's like, no. I'm like yeah, I just kept. So I said, <laughs> there okay. you go. So like a group of girls, like or like say say there's like some girl superheroes. What does Axe Cop do? Like if they want they want to be on his team, he's like, they can't. I go, what if they're really good fighters? He's like, there's no good fighting. Girls are not good fighters. <laughs> <laughs> and we just keep going down, the, and he just refu- he's he's just staunch, refuses to budge on this issue, and so that issue is born. And 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 then I was like, or that uh, the yeah the, that episode, and I'm like so. If it's a team of girl superheroes, what are uh, what superheroes are they? Like what powers do they have? He goes, it's a team, and they're all there's ten of them, and they all are twins. <laughs> and he just goes, he just makes them the stupidest characters. Their name's beautiful. He, he goes, their first name's middle or uh, beautiful. Their middle name is girly. And then I go, what's the last name? And he goes, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You're all named beautiful girly yeah. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> I have to since you oh, mentioned yeah. this. I have. I'm a bit shocked that chickens and babies are number ten, nine, and ten respectively on the dumb list. I love that they got <laughs> included, though. Yeah, I think awesome. they got appended because they're not on the they're not on the official written dumb list, but they're oh. uh, just from. Like I've I've added things to that list since yeah. Malachi and I have in conversation decided other things are dumb and chickens and babies for sure. Yeah, talked to Malachi for any length of time. They're, they're dumb. For those of you at home that missed uh, the event or haven't listened to the last episode, which was the audio that we captured from it, uh, yeah, it's very clear that in, in the world of uh, Malachi and Nicole, chickens are dumb and babies are dumb. Yeah. No, no, no question about that. So it's good stuff. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's move it on. Meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish. Time for some news and updates. We, uh, a lot of videos were released. Um, they were actually previewed and, and uh, you know put out for the first time 
at the live event at Meltdown Comics on uh, in, in in L.A. Uh, a couple weeks ago, but uh, they've been out on the web. Um, the making of Ask Axe Cop, which is called Asking Axe Cop. It's up on YouTube. We'll have a link in the notes. If you haven't seen it yet, it's just a short documentary that talks about the making uh, specifically of Ask, Ask Axe Cop uh, number 51, which is the current one as of the recording of this podcast up at axecop.com. So uh, it's pretty cool. It'll give you uh, a little bit of an inside uh, view of how that was put together and, and how uh, – how Malachi and Ethan work together. We've seen this before. If you followed some of the videos, but never, you know, from that third person perspective, somebody that's on the outside recording it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you've also got a speed. Um, you got a video about you drawing that. Uh, yeah, comic. I recorded all that and we never, we didn't use it in the documentary. So, so I just threw it all together and, it's just him basically inking it and, and stuff. So um, that's pretty cool. We'll have a link to that as well. Um, there was an interview. I don't re- recall the uh, the group that interviewed him. But we'll have a link to a, an interview that happened um, right there at Meltdown Comics. Uh, you know what's funny is I saw that guy dressed up and I avoided him yeah. on purpose. <laughs> the, the, the interviewee or the interviewer was dressed as Axe mm-hmm. Cop. And he had a wireless microphone, and I saw him, and I, I guess I saw him actually doing the interview, and uh, I avoided him because I was like, "Oh, that's a weirdo. That's a weirdo. I don't. <laughs> He's a freak." <laughs> and because he was the only one dressed up, if there'd been ten of them, you know, that'd have been cool. But one guy, <laughs> and I saw what he had in his hand, and I'm like, "That's not an axe. What is that?" And it was a wireless mic, so I was dumb. But uh, one thing I love is, uh, you know, when, when Malachi sat down after that interview with, with the guy, um, he had he showed me his arm and he had writ, drawn um, all over his arm with a metallic marker yeah. that he was signing books with. And he's like, yeah, it's my name and, and it's, uh, it's uh, lightning bolts. And I'm like, when did you do that? Well, you know, as I'm watching this interview online, I see, you know, you're talking to the Axe Cop dude. And your brother's yep. just taking a minute. He's not looking. And he's marking up yeah. his arm through the whole he's interview. His yeah, arm entire arm covered in lightning bolts. It makes it stronger. <laughs> uh, and also the release, uh, this week saw the release of a fan-made movie of episode one. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's up on Vimo and YouTube. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll have a link to it at chopcast.com. And uh, you were drawn into, or not drawn into, but mentioned in a couple of fellow web comics this week, at least a couple that I knew of. Uh, the comic called "Let's Be Friends Again" uh, had a comic oh, yeah. titled "We one. Hate Everything." <laughs> <laughs> the gist of it is that these two web comic guys have been around forever, and uh, they hate like Hades that you've had the amount of success you have. In less yeah. than a year. And it was very tongue-in-cheek, though. You could tell they, mm-hmm. they hated it, but they were happy for you. Um, and uh, I loved your comments down below. <laughs> that was good stuff. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, they were very uh, – yeah, their tone changed a lot once I commented. It was cool. Yeah, man, I get it. I'd be mad. <laughs> well, I, I didn't take time. it like they really hated you. I mean – Yeah, it, no, no, totally, yeah. It was just like, you know, <laughs> why can't that happen for us, you know? But, uh, but yeah, we'll have a link to that. And then also Dinosaur Comics, um, the guy that does the same panels every week and, you know, it's got mm-hmm. quite a following – 
referenced uh, that Greek mythology was probably put together by a five-year-old boy and his 30-year-old brother. And so they had their – their uh, yeah, he had his uh, – age references off a little bit because it would have been 5 and 29, but uh, that's okay. Yep. I, I kind of nerded out on that a little bit. But <laughs> we'll, we'll have yeah, a link cool. to that as well. So I love the reference, though. It was very vague, which is the perfect yep. reference, you know, but everybody that got it got it right away. So, but Yeah, we had just talked the day before that online because we, we we've were we been talking for a long time about doing a little crossover where – I actually had a friend do it with an 8-bit Wexter graphic to put in that. Oh! And, like, have Wexter and his T-Rex have this, like, argument or conversation where, like, in the, in Dinosaur Comics, Wexter can talk, <laughs> you know, and have Malachi and him write it, but we just have never, haven't been able to coordinate oh, and do it. That would be epic. Oh, that'd be Someday. Funny. Someday we'll do it. It's going to be awesome. Spoiler! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, we also... Now, we put together the top ten list in advance, but the it was released to the web... This past week, the top 10 moments chosen by you, the fans. And I figured we'd go through it right now in the middle of the news segment um, and, and just it. just hit them off right here. Top 10 Axe Cop moments of 2010 is voted by the fans. Number 10, uh, the statement and the concept, we should put these heads on a stick and hide bombs in them. And uh, Right on. And uh, you, Mal or Ethan, you'd mentioned you'd you'd have liked to have seen that higher up. Why? Why so? Uh, probably only because it's just it's the initial. I think it's the initial moment where you really get a taste of who Axe Cop is. Mm -hmm. In that first episode, I mean, when when I see people read the first episode of Axe Cop, they're laughing all the way through. But when he says that, people lose it usually. <laughs> yeah, it's just so <laughs> it's so violent and so funny and also so what the heck, like. Why would Why? you do that? <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you do that with a head? Well, that's the thing. I think I remember thinking that is so unnecessary and so yeah, exactly. amazing. <laughs> yeah, but hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, uh, that's the moment I fell in love. Oh, I think yeah, I think it is for everybody. But uh, the, the number nine was the concept of the always shift. Mm. That uh, his job is always. We love it. And uh, number eight, uh, our gun bill is very high. Is really high. <laughs> so, really? We need another job. Yep. Yeah, this was before Unicorn Magic <laughs> or, you know, close enough. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, number seven, Abraham Lincoln Explosion God. <laughs> he turned into a god and put the bomb, put a bomb inside every bad guy. Yep. <laughs> See, that only kind of took me by surprise a little bit because, I mean, that was that was a great moment and everything, but I didn't know I didn't actually think it'd make the top ten. Oh man, that was epic! I mean, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. I thought that episode was pretty amazing, is because, you know, you just it just cause everything was so out of left field. I mean, right from the beginning. <laughs> I wish. Well, and his whole reason for doing it is so that he could marry <laughs> Axe so Cop. Get married. Yeah. He didn't even question <laughs> it. See, that's. That's the moment we, I thought would be in there. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet if we had put a question out online, like, guess what would happen in an Abraham Lincoln slash Axe Cop episode? Yeah. <laughs> I bet I bet every single guess wouldn't even be close. Yeah, they'd have him fighting, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fighting, fighting zombies, you know, be something. Nobody would Civil guess that War. it was like them trying to get married. <laughs> <laughs> 
one of my personal favorites is no, item number six. Axe Cop destroys the Christmas planet. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, the worst thing ever. <laughs> I was one of the ones that was totally sucked into the spirit of Christmas. I'm reading through these panels and then boom, entire planet, children, everything. All these converted, recently converted bad guys are dead. <laughs> so much gratuitous violence. Uh, number five is baby man being chased, chasing a duck and pretty much the entire chase scene in, in general. Uh, people either loved it or hate it. It seems that the fans voted it. At number five, so that speaks for itself. Loved it. That's, uh, that's probably some of my favorite stuff right there. Boom, boom, some, boom, boom. Yeah, I, I, I love it now that it's now that it's all out there. You can, especially when you read it in the book. I just love how it moves so fast. Well, yeah. you you had a vision, and it was such yeah. a departure from what people are used to that uh-huh. you know it shook people. But you know what? It it paid off. It's great stuff. Um, it's the kind of stuff I love drawing. That kind of stuff where it's just action. Yeah. Scenes, you know. Right. There's no words. It's just crazy. Like it just I don't know. I had a lot of fun doing it. The little it's bike, gonna the be little awesome Michael in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's gonna be awesome in the movie. I can't I can't wait. Hopefully they'll keep it in there. <laughs> um number I four. Mean, oh, go ahead. No, no, I just <laughs> Number four is the old fashioned way <laughs> that nobody knows. Looks like we're gonna have to do this the old fashioned way. The old fashioned way that nobody knows. So <laughs> Try ghost I think to I, was, I was the most surprised that this one made it on, even though I, I do love that line. It's awesome. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was that memorable. Uh, uh, that, that many people loved it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's because everybody's heard things being done the old-fashioned way. And yep. and for the first time, we all admit, nobody really knows what that was. <laughs> we just hear it referenced, but nobody really knows. Um one of them that I would have cheated to put in if it hadn't been number three was when Axe Cop accidentally kills a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this had to go in there. And um, people yeah. people shed tears over this. Yeah, <laughs> and the slumped over body of a dead mermaid. That I thought was a dude. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, my, my fault. Because all mermaids, you know, are, are, gr- are, gr- are guys. That didn't make no sense. Never mind. <laughs> huh? I've just, I never, th- I think of mermaids as girls, but I don't know why I thought of that one as a guy. I guess it was the look. We've, we've talked about it. It was just, yeah, very ma- masculine look. Very, uh, yeah, I just, I, I didn't show her long hair. Hair was under the water. Look like, look like a dude. Well, make sure in the movie that the hair is floating, yeah. you know, around their head. Around. All right. Number two, the introduction of Wexter. Absolutely stinking lootly. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Epic. Uh, love the love the scene. And then number one was uh, Fire Slicer and Vampire Wolfer. <laughs> when they had a choice, I can't help not laugh between world peace or new costumes. What did they choose? Everybody, oh yeah, take a second because oh, yeah. <laughs> they chose new costumes. I hear the electric guitar in the background. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Peace or new costumes. <laughs> and is it just me or does the octopus ghost look like he knows what they're going to choose? You know, I've had world yeah. peace forever. Nobody ever chooses it over fashion. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like my, like, he's supposed to be on the verge of death because he was just defeated. So he's like, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I explained this in the, in the, 
the blog, but it, it really came from two different. Like we had had two conversations on this fight, uh, like separated by a couple months. So the first time he ever brought it up, they got world peace. But then I bought him these ninja toys, and he goes, "These are the Moon Warriors. These ninja toys." And I go, "They don't look like me." He's like, "They got new costumes." And I go, "How'd they get the new costume?" He goes, "When they be fight the sea ghosts, they get new costumes." <laughs> I go, but I think they get world peace because they get two choices. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? For the whole universe of X Cop, for the continuity and all, it's good that peace did not win out because. Yeah. Axe Cop would have been really bored, and we know what happens when he gets bored. He starts marrying dudes and turning yeah. them into chicks. <laughs> so not a good thing. Um, forcing everybody to lose at him at Wii games. Now, what what I loved uh, that you did is you, you put in the honorable mentions that I failed to mention, and we didn't have time at the event, but uh, yeah, yeah. I made a point to list out some of them that came in really close, and uh, people voted up Unibaby. You know, if if mm-hmm. if this was an eleven, if we had eleven, twelve, thirteen, these would have been those. Unibaby, uh, the concept of praying for the sharks—that's one of my personal favorites. I love that yeah. whole episode, <laughs> except for those legs on that shark. <laughs> I like the legs. No, nah. see, there was a character in Kansas City uh, for a sub shop. It was a penny with naked legs, and yeah. I hated him too. And so yeah, I got. Okay. I got this thing. Of soldier. <laughs> oh, he he trips me out. It's like they're not wearing yeah. pants. Oh, yeah. it's like I don't want to see anything above the knee. Yeah, you know, or you need Mickey Mouse straight pipe legs, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I don't want to see your thigh muscles. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Uniman gets super powerful. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Even down yeah, where he was- pees, he got super powerful. Yeah. You went, went Dragon Ball Z on that. It was just amazing. Oh, you did have to say Dragon Ball Z right after I said download these. <laughs> <Yeah. keys. laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now next time somebody steps to you, you're like, hey, you're being pretty Dragon Ball Z. Anyway. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, the, meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish. Meanwhile, inside a nearby swordfish. Obviously one of my favorite, most memorable lines. (laughs) And probably the second most random thing behind, let's put bombs in these dumb, hollowed-out heads of dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's so so great. It's right out of, honestly, it it harkened me back to the, uh, you know, the Batman movie or something. You'd, you'd imagine the penguin floating around in some hollowed out, you know, penguin that nobody noticed was fake, you know, and, yeah. and, and here's this swordfish. Nobody in the life of the universe has ever seen a swordfish peeking out of the surface of the water. <laughs> but uh, meanwhile, a vampire baby man kid can do it. So anyway. Yeah, and that was because I was asking Malachi, where would he be hiding if they're all on the beach? Where's he hiding? Like, like there's just sand and water. And he's like, uh, and a swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Uh, and, and I'm assuming it's a robot swordfish, but it does say that it it, it it's a real yeah, I think swordfish. It's a normal one. So wouldn't you? I don't know how he got in there. But. Even if you didn't see, you know, this creature inside of his mouth, wouldn't you hear him be like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear the choking. I'm assuming swordfishes have gag reflexes, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm overthinking it. Uh, the fighting zoo. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be honest and correct, we have to say that we never saw the fighting zoo. Yeah. We saw the normal zoo. That's true. <laughs> this was not the fighting zoo. That's right. This was a normal zoo. 
and they killed a normal <laughs> elephant. I love the family just in shock, holding the baby that's crying against your mother's shoulder, covering eyes. Well, yeah, like the little kid down there hugging his mother, turned around. You, sh- you should have drawn in Dumbo. You know, like he, like he was in there with his mom, and he just saw his mom just disemboweled. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Why? That's why I'm not the co-writer. <laughs> I'm just Put a fanboy. There now. Uh, Axe cop Mary Sakarang. Yeah. Oh, Sakarang makes a nasty woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, especially when he's a, like a jillion years old or whatever. Yeah. But do. apparently, when you get turned into a woman, your innards are are nice and new because you yeah. you can have a oh, buttload of yeah. kids. <laughs> they did have a little gaggle there, didn't they? And I love that they're watching static on television. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll have a link to the top 10 list as part of the blog over at xcop.com, but you can look at it and find it quicker if you go to chopcast.com. The babies are cute. Hey, it'd be it'd be uh, <laughs> worth it to mention that we have folks in the chat room. You can join us every Tuesday night, 9.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. Uh, we have got Fire, Blaze Firestorm, Chrome Tray, Jelly Bean, Jump Rope Man, Carrillo, Norwegian Girl, Sandy Badland, Scarf Boy, Terminator, Steph, and a whole bunch of other people, Sean and, and anonymous people galore. Uh, thank you for joining us in the chat room. And uh, remember, you can as well. Moving on with the news, there is an Axe Cop print that is epic and awesome. It has every character from the first year of Axe Cop, mm-hmm. and it is a limited Everybody. run of 300 items. Um, we'll have a link to that in the show notes to Topango or what topic Tango or whatever the heck it is. Patico. Oh, good. <laughs> I, Patico. I, was, I was close. Dang. I could never pronounce that one either, so don't feel bad. That's right. I, I just found out I've been saying Internet Mimi wrong for the last five years. Mimi? Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, there is a fan created uh, video game character in a online video game called Champions Online, and it is amazing. Yes, yeah. it looks like a real Axe Cop game. It it's does. Crazy. It's got him in his cat suit and in his Axe mm. Cop outfit, and he's chopping people. Uh, it's, Dinosaur soldiers in there too. It comes to you by in in the way of a video of the gameplay, uh, third person perspective. We'll have a link to the YouTube video. In the show notes. Axe Cop Fire Gang. That's awesome. He's blowing fire on people. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. watched it a couple times. Just guy's a true fan. So Or girl. Mm-hmm. I think it's a guy, though. And he's uh, the funny thing is how that video went viral at Comics Alliance, I think it was, posted it. And, and it's uh, gotten a lot of views because of that. And, and, and it's actually really good. If I mean, anybody's listening that, that can do anything similar, post that up, get people to watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll spread it around the video game companies are watching that kind of stuff. Yeah. Even that was, was cool. great. It, it made a, it made a splash. Even dark really horse cool. referenced it. Yeah. A link to it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're ready. People are ready for a game. Uh, speaking yes. of, uh, stuff and licensing and all that, I saw a, uh, saw a thing online, surge licensing, the guys that, uh, discovered the independent comic book, teenage mutant Ninja turtles. Uh, they've signed mm. with you apparently for exclusive licensing and entertainment. Uh, with yep. X-Cop. That's awesome. I'll read it right off the site. Surge Licensing, the agency that discovered the independent comic book Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 
and launched a global entertainment and licensing sensation, has reached an exclusive representation agreement to develop television, film, video games, toys, apparel, and other tie-ins for Axe Cop, a webcomic that recently has exploded on the scene. So congratulations, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, it's exciting. People stuff. don't really realize that I've actually been working with them for almost a year now, but... uh Basically, what that means is that these guys are on my side. They're out there trying to get Axe Cop stuff made. So I, they're, they're some of the best guys to have on, on my team. Heck, yeah. You say. Cool. So, yeah. You guys met Elon at the show. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's how I saw the uh, – I, I follow him on Twitter now, and he's, he's how I saw the, uh, the champions online. He tweeted about it. That's cool. So, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, oh, he, cool. he really wants to make some Axe Cop toys. And, uh, yeah, like they really love, they know Axe Cop. Those guys, the funny thing is when they first were calling me, I was getting these calls from these guys from New York. And one thing that in the industry they always say about people from New York is they all say they did the Ninja Turtles. They all say that. And they're all sharks and they're all slime bags. So don't listen to any of them. <laughs> so for the longest time, I was ignoring these guys going, yeah, right. Like the guys that actually discovered the Ninja Turtles are calling my, me up, you know. <laughs> but I got... My, my other guys at the management company I work with down here to check them out. And sure enough, they're the real guys. We finally met with them. And that was amazing. I mean, these guys knew Axe Cop inside and out. They loved That's it. They awesome. were crazy about it. Something so, like that. Ha- awesome. Something exactly like that happened to me once. No, it didn't. Yeah. didn't. <laughs> oh, I did get an email from a guy over in, in Nigeria or something that he's a billionaire. That's right. And my and, email oh, yeah. won a UK lottery. <laughs> my email. Sweet. I don't even remember entering. Whoa. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go to Walmart and see the Axe Cop section totally empty, except for Mr. Stalker toys. You know? <laughs> and you know your mom's going to buy them for you yeah. for Christmas. And the beautiful girly bob. It's the only one left. <laughs> collection. Yeah. I kind of like beautiful girly bobs. <laughs> you got to have the whole collection. That's uh, all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it'd be expensive <laughs> and it's, you know. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, their eyes when you when you lay them down, their eyes close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you bonk them, knock them out. So. And you push a button on their back, and they don't do anything because they can't fight. So <laughs> we want to be on your team now. <laughs> they pout. Okay, their arms go on their <laughs> hips. I wonder what their superpower is. PMS. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Dang, John. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I was thinking of a different acronym. Holy smack. <laughs> stepping on that stepping on that line, John. You're gonna have all the women hating you. Oh it's okay. It's all right. It was an accident. <laughs> what? Oh, goodness gracious. All right. <laughs> Um, that's okay. The, the, you'll get the snored children in a giant bucket. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're like, like grains of rice, babies <laughs> everywhere. What a bucket of babies. Anyway, um, chat room always gives me uh, seeds, and I take I take the things they're commenting on to the next level. Because somebody said, yeah. "I want a figurine of all the snored children," and that was Jump Rope Man, and I, I was just like, "How would they package that uh, in a giant bucket? Like a barrel, probably." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they actually come with a bucket. A bucket. Uh, the character bio page got updated thanks to Chris Brom and Kaylee. Frizzle, which is the coolest last name. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm glad ever. you guys mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. Chris is 
in the in the chat room is I'm pretty sure that's him, Jump Rope Man. Oh, cool. Well, thanks. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they're updating it. They've been they've both been working on it. Kaylee's coloring. Chris is writing the bios, and I've been working with them. And yeah, awesome. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, we have a question. Um, we're going to skip. I, I had to mention that we were going to review some episodes and stuff, but we're running out of time. We had a lot of fun with the top 10 list and all that, and there was a lot of news. So we'll be reviewing um, episode 80, 81, and Ask Axe Cop 51 in a future show. But we do have a question that came in via Twitter from NN Ader. Uh This is a question for Ethan. What are your favorite graphic novels, comic books, or what were they growing up, and which is your favorite now? Hmm. Well, I grew up on, uh, when I was really young, I, I mean, I started out on Farside far and uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Okay. Yes. And uh, from there, uh, Ninja Turtles were my big, were what really got me into comics because I started going to 7-Eleven and getting the comics there. Then I started going to the comic shop. And I was actually just looking for one episode I had missed of the Archie comics. I didn't even know there was other ones. It was like Archie put out kind of the, you know, the mass media comics. I didn't even know there was an underground. Yeah, you could get them at Publix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, I go to an actual comic shop asking, looking for a back issue of an Archie comic. And the lady goes, oh, yeah, they're right here. And she doesn't even she's – she's having this like, you know, I'm like a 10-year-old or 10 or 11 at the time. And I'm flipping through and suddenly I'm finding all these black and white issues that I didn't even know. I never heard of this, you know. So I bought a bunch of them, and they're all they're much darker. Like there's lots of blood, there's cussing. Oh yeah, yeah. Those Ninja Turtle <laughs> comics are hardcore. Yeah, and, and uh, but that opened my my eyes to the world of independent comics, and I really got into them from there. I got into SLG comics, uh, Giant Homicidal Maniac. I was into a small company called Hall of Heroes, which is where Ethan Van Syver started out. He's the guy that he's a pretty popular Marvel artist now. He did a comic called Cyberfrog. <laughs> um, that was all stuff I was really into. I was really into obscure stuff, like f- from the beginning when I got into comics, like early high school. I was into the weird black and white comics, which that was kind of a time of, like that was kind of the golden age of indie comics. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot coming out. But uh, currently, um, you know, I st- I love Doug's books, Doug Tenaples books. Yep, yeah. still yeah. my favorites. I, uh, I I I still buy the Walking Dead series. Um, I'm hooked on that. But uh, other than that, I mean, I'm trying to get into some other stuff here. I, I love The Goon, mainly for the art. I just love, uh, I, I always buy The Goon. Okay. But, uh, yeah. That is some so, cool art. Yeah. All right. There you have it. There you go, folks. Uh, so check those out if you'd like to. That uh, Appreciate your comments and questions. You can always send stuff like that to us, chopcast at gmail.com, or call it in 209-5-NL-CAST. Um, or Twitter it for that matter. But if you want it in the show, it's better to send it right to me and we'll get it in there. Um, thanks, Ethan, for letting me and John come out and be a part of your event. It was awesome. Yes, thank you guys. I'm so glad you guys came. You guys, you guys made it 10 times better oh. than it would have been. Shucks. <laughs> James did. I just was there. Whatever. John, <laughs> John was rocking the cool hat. John's the reason it streamed yeah. live. So Yeah. You guys all have John to thank for that. That's right. All right. All ten of you are welcome. 
Thanks. Well, um, I, I guess we could get out of here. Uh, Chopcast.com is the email. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the website. AxeCop.com is the real website. Chopcast at gmail.com or 2095NLCast is how you get a hold of us. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash NLCast, facebook.com slash NLCast. Jay Steinklobber, if you're following John, and uh, slash AxeCop uh, on Twitter and Facebook for the real stuff. And check out NLCast.com network. Uh, it's at NLCast.com for all of the podcasts, including the return at uh, Ethan's request of Nobody's Listening. Um, <laughs> make sure you check that out at podcast.nlcast.com. Till next time, keep it real, keep your, keep your axes sharp, and don't make PMS jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Gosh. You know, the one guy that's the most sensitive about how people feel. <laughs> yeah.